Hello and welcome to your final destination. I am Reaper Steve here with my Angel of Death co-host, Sean Anderson. And this week we are examining Final Destination. Do you have what it takes to live or is your time up? You'll find out on this week's episode of More Movies, Please. How is correct, and more accurately, probably. Ah, <laughs> uh, no. Ah, uh, bringing me back. The worst part of the movie. Well, the, the most disgusting part of the movie, I would say. Well, no, there were a bunch of them. Well, here's your spoiler. <laughs> we're going to give you a lot of spoilers as to who lives and who dies in this film. Hmm. Hmm. Who does live and who does die? I don't know. The ending leaves it ambiguous and totally up in the air. Well, uh, apparently, no, wait, wait, okay, apparently, because I have seen the second one. Allie Larder lives, and that's it. Devin saw what doesn't come back, does he? Allie Larder. There's a clear, clear rivers. Yes. I'm sorry, Steven. I have to tell you now, I know, I, I know you appreciate these movies, but naming a character Clear Rivers is uh that's rough that, that's rough on the quality side of things i thought they were calling her claire well maybe I, uh, you know what let me double check maybe i wrote it down wrong here well they could have spelled the... it funk like sometimes you have a word that should be nope clear rivers maybe maybe yeah maybe they I were sort of just calling her Cla- yeah mumbling it into claire <laughs> mm-hmm. but anyway yes no i give you that so let me put it this way with these films you heard the spoiler alarm earlier. We're going to tell you who lives and who dies. I had Sean watch the Final Destination movie. He's seen both, as he indicated. And yes, uh, not not the Final Destination, because that's number what four. It's just Final Destination. Yeah. Final <laughs> Destination. And there's going to be a sixth, apparently. Hey, hi, yeah, mm-hmm. they're working on it. So I watched this one. I'm like, oh, I need to know what happens. So again, so I watched the second one. Okay. okay. And I watched all five. <laughs> oh, my God. In like a week? In like two Jesus. days. Two days? Phew. Well, you're nothing if not committed. <laughs> I should be committed. <laughs> so I have, I'll be filling in a lot of blanks for you, Sean, and our audience. Okay. But okay. we're going to fr- primarily focus it. on this one. But yes. So um, one person survives. Mm-hmm. I'm just mm-hmm. going to call her Claire because that's what I want to call her. <laughs> sure. Miss Rivers. Yes. Yeah. And she survives into the second film and doesn't exactly set the second film off, but she does like, get brought back as like an assistant. Oh, uh, okay. But mostly it's, it's, a, it's a new band of teens we have to murder. It's a new band of teens that they have to murder. And they call her because they realize she's the only one that's been through this before. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And at some point in the second film, you realize the reason these kids are alive is because the people on flight 180 got off of the plane. And when they randomly died from death, hunting them down to close to get cat, get them when they should have died once uh-huh. their lot, their deaths accidentally derailed these other people's deaths. So it was like a ripple effect of, you're not supposed uh, to be here, so your you're being alive is affecting other people and screwing up Death's plan. Oh, man, that's deep. Man, mm-hmm. these movies, it's like an onion. Just peel away layer of complex layer. Well, once we get to 
fin- almost finishing discussing the first one, I will tell you how the fifth one ties into the first one. No, I want, I want to hear a rundown of every damn single one of these. One, two, three, four, five. Yeah, but we got to talk about one for a little bit first. <laughs> okay. Number one, starring Devon Sawa's Alex Browning, mm-hmm. somebody who, for no reason, seemingly, can just start seeing the future. Yes. Yeah, so that one... I, I got I to gotta ask you, you yeah. since you've seen all of these, at any point in any of the five movies, do they explain why or how uh, these characters can see death, future death? They never explain where these premonitions come from. Okay. That, that people seeing signs and like little omens that one like oh once you start looking it's like the number 23 once you start looking mm-hmm. for stuff you can kind of pick up on little hints kind of like mm-hmm. the show dead like me oh sure sure sure. but sure, sure, as sure. for these yeah. vivid premonitions no that yeah. never gets explained as to why <laughs> a handful of people actually visually see death's plan uh-huh. and and not just see death's plan but see like death clouding over some mirrored services and and seeing like i don't know him fluttering the, the curtains so the ominous one that most of the characters in the one kind of see it before they die like they just ignore yeah. it so okay. that one is not hidden at all no yeah but these premonitions they never really explain what triggered like how they accidentally tr- stumble onto this it could have been anything. It could be anything. I think it would have helped me a lot because I'm just sitting here thinking like, why is this happening in the first place? And Mm -hmm. I mean, if Alex had like gotten bonked on the head or something, I'd be like, oh, okay. Bonked on the head. Maybe a little cheap, but at least they explained it. A near death experience would work because then like you kind of Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. drifted Mm -hmm. into the other realm and you came back. Kind of like Constantine. Yes. Like the, the, the Keanu Reeves movie where like, oh, you tried to off yourself. And now you can you can't stop seeing this shit. That makes sense. Yeah, any anything, any, anything. So and it wouldn't have taken up that much of the movie. I will give and, you that. Yeah. That is a huge plot hole as to how these premonitions. Why? Like they don't indicate yeah. why the premonitions are available. The omens. That one is just you start noticing. You start uh, yeah. noticing. Uh, you know, it's the bottom line half uh, effect. Mm-hmm. You know, you 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 think like, hey. Uh, uh, I've been seeing a lot more Fiat's on the road lately, and you think, oh yeah, that's weird. And then you start seeing them everywhere. Yeah, um, that makes sense. I'm a little disappointed that they don't try to even try to explain it for the for any of the five movies. There are so many opportunities to say, here's why this is happening. Let's investigate the mythology of this. Mm-hmm. But I guess you know you've got an hour and forty five minutes, and there are a lot of kids to kill, so you got to get on to yeah, the important stuff. Yeah, and you stuff. have to be creative about it. So. They are creative. They, they are creative. That. This, if these films are nothing but a snuff fest. <laughs> yeah, it does kind of border on, uh, I don't know, uh, well, relative to snuff films, like a PG rated snuff film. It, I can have a PG rated <laughs> snuff film. And like, I think the reason I enjoy the stories of the films, not all the films, because okay. there's one film, like, I believe it's the final destination where the graphics feel like mm. I'm using clip art meets iMovie. Oof. Oh, I guess number three didn't do too well, so they couldn't get a lot of funding for the fourth. Uh, three was three was better. Like three was interesting because like when three came out, Uh like when I got the DVD, it had that thing of where it pauses before like, do you turn right? Do you turn left? Do you so-and-so die? Oh, your own adventure movie? Yeah. And like it, it went into multiple directions so you could like see who lives and who dies and like you can play with it. Now at That's the clever. end, like you still wind up with the same people. It's just a matter of like maybe well, sure. who dies this way, who dies that way. And 
I do miss the DVD because at the end of three, it actually right. explains like, cause in the second movie we see Claire and we find out what happened to her, to Alex. Cause he's not okay. in the second movie. And the yeah, well, I mean, it's suggest the end of the first one suggests he gets like pulverized by a falling French sign. No, he gets saved by that. Like oh, okay. his friend saves him and then oh, his friend didn't realize, get, oh yeah, I'm next now. Oh. <laughs> yeah oh boy and that was one of the things that they described in the second one like oh i was in paris and i should have been at this place but then there was an accident this kid gets like splattered by a sign so i didn't get to make it to a play where the playhouse burned down like so they so so much going on they have a lot going on yeah (laughs) but like so the second one they clearly explain what happened to people the third one they didn't in the theatrical cut they don't explain what happened to the two survivors from the second Okay. But in that choose your own thing, there's an extra feature where you get to choose something. And then you see an article that explains local accident. So-and-so tries to help so-and-so and these two get knocked into a wood chipper. <laughs> <laughs> they get Fargoed. <laughs> yeah, they get Fargoed. So like oh, the two people man, who survive in the second screen? one. That's a bummer. Yeah. And they get Fargoed. <laughs> oh, that's rough. That's a bad way to go. Well, if it makes man. you feel better, the actress from the second one who gets killed off in the third one off screen made it into criminal mind. So she got a long spree. Oh, good for her. Good for her. You know what? I, you, you made it. That's mm-hmm. I, I, I don't want to, you know, show my cars early, but I, I would call that an improvement for her career. Yes. Well, even like the people in the fourth one, like there's one of the girls who like, was on the flash for a few episodes and then on the boys for a while. Like, so they, they make it into better things. Like good for them. I will say this out of all the movies, even if the graphics are horrible, everybody is committed to their roles. It's I'll not, give them that. it's you not like, yeah. it's, fine. it's not like Sharknado where like at one point they're just <laughs> like, Oh yeah, whatever. Like they're truly <laughs> pretending to be afraid. Yeah. 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 No, they, they're buying into the premise. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll give them that. Absolutely. Yeah. I think the premise and the story is, is, pretty shallow well no the premise is neat the story is pretty shallow yeah for at least the first and the second one but yeah yeah they're all committed i'll give them that they are committed because like basically somebody gets a premonition they get off a plane you fuck with death's plan now death is coming after you and in pretty in pretty creative ways so like the premise of or this is the main focus of these films is how creative can you get to kill these people and also what ripple effect will this cause to cause more people to have to be hunted down because you derailed it? That's an interesting point. They, they kind of introduced that little bit with this one mm-hmm. where, you know, um, I forget who gets skipped over first, but then, or, or who, who cheats death a second time. And then it, you know, skips over them to get to somebody else. Yeah. Um, now I guess it, it, what, it skips over Carter and then ends up taking out, uh, uh Billy, I guess instead. Yeah. Cause Billy's just Oof. standing there and just gets, at least it was quick. That's true. Yeah. You know, if you're going to go just quick decapitation, mm-hmm. I feel bad for done. Todd. Todd got it. Todd and the teacher Man, got it really rough. Todd and Todd. Todd seemed like the most genuinely decent person of the bunch. Yeah. And he had just lost his brother. So like, yeah. And that family to lose both kids, like to have one survive and then have the kid to think that he killed himself, which he didn't. No, no. I mean, it was the most freak accident in the bathroom ever. Yeah. And that's Um, like in the second movie, the, one of the characters like, Oh yeah, my mom died in a shooting, but I stayed longer in the mall. Like when she went out to get the car, cause I was watching this new Mm -hmm. article, like how does a kid hang themselves with a, clothesline like that that event <laughs> saved somebody else 
Yeah. I'm a little surprised that I was actually able to work in the first place. I mean, that must have been some some high tension fishing line. That was must have been like sunk deep into a, a house stud or something. Yeah, like that's just should... like, I don't know, 140 pound kid who's hanging by what looks like a thread. Yeah, that should have come loose that I'm sure like if well, of course, you're panicking, might have been able to pull yeah. himself up or pull like he should have been able to be free. Yeah. Like the teacher dying, her death was gruesome. Oh, and bad. I don't yeah. think any of them deserved to die, but I feel like she was yeah. unnecessarily mean to Alex just because she was freaked out. I Yeah, I, that came across to me, too. I'm like, a, a lot of people, Carter, mm-hmm. too. I'm like, I know what Alex did is really hard to understand, and the movie never really helps you understand it. And it's weird, and we're all, we all almost died, and we lost so many people, but everybody was such an ass to him. Well, not everybody, but... The teacher and Carter were such assholes to somebody who just saved their lives. Yeah, the teacher, uh, that one was just like, doesn't make sense. Carter, young kid who's just freaked out like that one. I was able to kind of just, I was still mad at him, but a little bit, had a little more empathy for him. I I mean, I guess. I don't know why you need to be a bully. He could have just been like, oh, this this freak, I want to stay away from him. Mm -hmm. But he was like actively seeking him out to just give him the crap. Oh, yeah. And some of these got his girlfriend killed in the process. Yeah. Just splattered by a bus. That was rough. That that was also another way to like quick and quick and painless relatively. Mm -hmm. Probably a better way to go. Yeah. That she wasn't tempting fate like other ones were. I was tempting fate when I watched this movie because I watched it on Friday the 13th. uh yeah yeah mm-hmm. recent friday the 13th also my birthday so yeah yeah yep. um uh uh yeah why why did you did you decide to watch it because it was friday the 13th or did it just was it a coincidence i was excited to watch it again because i've been so long and then when i realized it was friday the 13th i'm like yes I, I i need to do this man steven you got you've got some a uh, great amount of courage to tempt fate to tempt death like that mm-hmm. watching it on the deadliest most frightening day of whatever month or year yep oh, yep how do you know you know one of the images behind you uh pika pool isn't gonna come to life behind you and shoot you in the head uh, i don't want to see that i don't know but at least i don't have a mom who's ripping your lucky tag off your suitcase Matt, you know what? He said, he said, no, don't do that. Even the dad was like, leave it alone. (laughs) I know. So, okay. So, okay. I think, you know what? I think we've really cracked the nut of this, of this movie. The mom set everything off. She's a horrible, horrible, should have listened to her kid murderer. Mm -hmm. How could she? Well, it's just like, this movie is nothing but literally it's, it sets up dominoes and then knocks them down. The opening credits kind of give you a hint to everybody's death. Like there's throughout the, it shows everything like in little bits and forms Yeah, that they really focus on details. Uh, they do. Uh, it's what, okay. This one came out in uh, two, the year 2000, mm-hmm. you know? Okay. We just survived Y2K, new millennium. Who knows what's going to happen? Things are, you know, 9-11 still hadn't happened. So it, it was a great time. Uh, although uh, there was a recent election that was just really shit. Um, but hey, we, we're still doing okay. Mostly. Yep. And uh, uh, movies were not so subtle at this point. This is a very clear, right from the get-go, early 2000s movie where it just has this almost like high-quality MTV movie kind of sheen to it. Mm. And everything, like the movie is 90% exposition. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. That they just literally lean into everything that Uh one of the more lighthearted moments, I think we both made a note about Ship Before You Fly. 
Yeah, it's good advice. You yeah. know, I can't fault that. Uh, that, that was Todd. He's like, yeah. he's <laughs> like, do you want to be the one who leaves that lingering smell? I'm like, and you know what? Forget lingering yeah. smell. The bathroom at the airport's so much more comfortable than the bathroom on the plane. I mean, yeah, just just stretching out wise. Mm-hmm. Like, you want to get your legs out. What if you got a? What if you got a, a really you know challenging uh you know bowel movement? You have to get out. You need to get those legs up and really bear down into it. And you can't do that in an airplane bathroom. Yeah, no, that that scene reminded me of a random moment in junior high. Like you've just gotten out of <laughs> elementary school, you go okay. into junior high, you're nervous because you don't know what's going on. Puberty is a coming. Uh-huh. Yeah. And like you're in different classes. It's not just one class where you can just focus on your friends. Like you're meeting tons of different yeah. people. Suddenly got lockers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I will lean into this. I shit you not. <laughs> I I go into the bathroom to two. Uh-huh. And then as I leave, lo and behold, the person next stall is my buddy Corey. <laughs> uh, <laughs> fantastic. Well, yep. if you're think, have to be- what are you doing there? Like, I had to, you nervous too? Maybe I'm not nervous. Yeah. It's just like the whole like denial thing. <laughs> like, we just uh, both happen to be in there at the same time. <laughs> nice. What great, what great timing. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it was just one of those, it just cracked me up. Like seeing that scene, like the overhead of them going, it was like, Oh yeah, when you when you need to relax, your friends always there by you. <laughs> That's good. Good on them. Mm-hmm. That's not an experience I've ever shared. I don't think I have ever once in my entire life uh, used a school bathroom for for a number two. Never in my entire life. Because no, thank you. That is impressive. Now I'm I'm like Elliot Reed from Scrubs. I do it in my own home and. On my own time, man. That that's impressive. I have no idea how the hell you pulled that one off. Well, you know, I'm gonna guess there were some discomfort days. Uh, you know, stay on top of things. You, you can you can manage. Just uh, uh, for anybody, but I guess especially for you, you just you, you regulate your dairy intake. Mm. I just go like, hey, you know what? Wherever I'm going, I'm gonna be get, make myself comfortable. <laughs> hey, that's good life advice too. Yeah, mm-hmm. can't fault you there. But what? <laughs> Is in poor taste playing John Denver okay. at the airport. That was like the yeah. first bread crumb, yeah. bread crumb that they dropped. We're just like, I like he's like, huh? Didn't he dine in a plane crash? It's just like, oh, that's what you want to be thinking before you get on a plane. <laughs> yeah, they should they should play John Denver songs, uh, Buddy Holly songs, Leonard Skinner songs, mm-hmm. uh, just uh, uh, what Big Bob or something. I don't know who else died in an airplane crash. They they played a lot of different things. Like even the other movies have not his that song. Uh-huh. But they have like one song that like keeps on popping up. Like at one point they're like, okay. there is someone walking behind you. Like just creepy shit. <laughs> like they, they play the same song, like to indicate somebody's going to fucking die. Like Ooh. even when they were getting on the plane, like, you know how there was that crack between the, um, the runway. What's, oh, what's, yeah, the, the, what's the thing where you walk onto the, the plane, the jetway, I think jetway. Maybe? And like, yeah. you could see below a little bit yeah. and the baggage Car- cart is 666 oh no oh no <laughs> like it, i wonder what's gonna happen it was just like they loved putting little little bit of hints of danger throughout the film and like they just stacked it up which is true what i enjoyed because like there's a lot of little pieces that they're purposely doing it's not a fantastic film but it is they do follow through with what they're setting up they, they had a lot of fun with it mm-hmm. I, I think that, that seems clear you know Everybody's taking it seriously, but we're having fun. We're sticking in little Easter eggs left mm-hmm. and right. Oh, yeah. And then the comment these kids make when they first uh-huh. get on the plane, that would be a fucked up God. They would take down a plane with a baby and special needs. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it would be. And it, it was. is. <laughs> it is. Yes. 
screw you, God. Mm-hmm. But it, it was just like, I loved how they were just addressing like, here are reasons why we think we're safe. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's fair. What, what kind of what kind of terrible deity monster would do that? You know, but hey, mm. heartless, heartless. I tells you, uh, you know, I, I feel like in that situation, death is probably, you know, a, a gentleman. He's got a job to do. He's going to do it. You know, he's cold and callous about it. But mm. can you fault him? Death. It, it's it's death. It does what it does. Well, he's got to clear the registers. That's definitely I want to address death. Uh-huh. But before I do right, that, death, listen up. Well, not that death, like the actor who plays death, <laughs> but um, the window blowout at the airport. Mm-hmm. That was impressive. I, I like it because like that was just like, boom. <laughs> and it seemed like they got the timing pretty close to being accurate. You know, you see the explosion happen mm-hmm. and then a second or two later, boom. Yeah. Class like crashes. time for the sound to travel. Yeah. I appreciated that. Mm-hmm. They um, completely lost points later on. When they had uh, lightning hit the road. Yeah. Alex uh, watching outside and seeing lightning, like serious lightning, just boom, crash right in the middle of like, I don't know, 30 feet outside of his home in the mm-hmm. middle of a suburban, suburban street and nothing happened. Yeah. I and, mean, glass should have shattered. Car alarms go off and glass should have shattered. Asphalt should have like there should have been a crater in that road. At minimum, there should have been some kind of car alarms because that's making yeah. some kind of vibration. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, I've, I haven't seen or been around lightning that was that close, but I've been around lightning that was, I don't know, a good half mile, quarter mile off. And that shit, that shit is scary, man. That shakes a house. Yeah. And it, it definitely sets off car, car alarms. Uh, but no, yeah, yeah you know, hey, you, you win some, you lose some with a movie like this. Well, one thing they won was the actor they picked for what we assume was deaf, death. Uh-huh. Jason Todd, the candy man. Was I not watching? Maybe I, uh, maybe to- I Tony z- Todd. zonked out. Tony Todd, the coroner. Uh, sure, 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 sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was the candy man. Like, they never said he was death, but everything okay. he was saying was yeah. indicating, like, he knew death's plan. He's coming to get you. Like, in the, what is it? The fifth movie, he's literally oh. at every, at the aftermath of every death interesting okay well i didn't really pick up on that with this movie but i i'm glad it's a recurring motif throughout mm-hmm. the rest of the he's not too. in one film and that was the fourth one the one that had the bad graphics well it sounds like there's a lot wrong with that film then mm-hmm. but he's in everything else like the second mm-hmm. he's definitely in like claire clear whatever mm-hmm. they go to consult him the third one his voice is on at the carnival where the main accident happens like as the huh. ride announcer. <laughs> oh, sure. well that's fascinating i i want to see like I, I want the sixth movie to be all about like this guy like what's his deal i'm hoping they do a good job because like the fourth one just sucked graphics wise mm-hmm. story was it was just the graphics really killed it because like instead of like continued little omens they would have the kid have like random dreams with random symbols but these graphics were so bad it's just like what do these symbols mean like at least all the other movies mm-hmm. There was like a little hint like, oh, look, you see a newspaper and you see like a hook and like just something that was a little bit vague, but still clear. And this one was just like it was too random. I don't know what happened there. Well, that that kind of completely defeats the purpose of these films. You know, Mm -hmm. I think death is pretty random, but not in the Final Destination movies. Yeah, it it was it was kind of weak. The fifth one, they get it. The fifth one, I'll have to say, does a better job because at first I was watching and thinking, 
what are you guys doing? You're messing with the recipe again. Like we're not having anybody think like, look like doing research going, has this happened before? Who do we talk to? Cause like all the other movies that go like, Oh, this happened to this plane crash. This happened with Mm. the freeway accident. This happened with the carnival vibe. And they're referencing all the other movies. And the fifth one, I'm like, why aren't they referencing anything until you realize the fifth one is what kicks everything off? Because everybody who. Prequel? Yeah. Everybody who got off the bus who should have died caused a ripple effect. And then they think they're clear because they find this loophole of like, oh, if somebody else dies in your place, the books are balanced. That's interesting. And so they think they're safe. And they're like, all right, cool. We're going to go to Paris. We're going to start a new life. And then they see like, Hey, why did this kid just get pulled off a plane? Why is he freaking out? <laughs> Neat. And it's That's flight clever. 180. Wow. Okay. I appreciate that. I Damn. That makes me want to watch it now. Oh, mm-hmm. <sighs> I have to watch these damn movies. I would skip the fourth one. <laughs> but Stephen, we're, we're completionists. We have to watch everything. Okay. Well, then maybe you need to have some <laughs> I'll, I'll put together some some cabinets while I'm doing that one. Like, <laughs> Yeah. The fourth one, put together some cabinets. The third one is, is good. The f- I will warn you on the fifth one. Mm-hmm. there's one that i don't get how this person dies the way they do and it's kind of grody where like they fall from doing gymnastics and their spine pops out oh oh that sounds disgusting yeah like i'm like wait how does that even work like i can see like breaking your neck having your bones pop out if you bend the wrong way but how does you landing flat and bending in half encourage your spine popping out of your back sounds disgusting it was disgusting and didn't make sense yeah <laughs> maybe final destination five doesn't make sense steven you 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 must be joking maybe the actress pissed off somebody on set so they gave her a really gruesome Uh, death well that would that's if you're going into a final destination movie isn't that what you want wouldn't that be like winning the prize you know you get the most gruesome death yeah but she died first so she didn't get much screen time oh dang that's a shame Mm -hmm. well well okay i'll give it a watch I guess. So the thing with these is I appreciate the pre-planning they do with what they're trying to say, like whether they execute it too well, mm, Mm -hmm. but their overall, everything ties together is what really pulls me in. That's good to hear because after watching this one, I've seen the second one, but it's been forever since I've seen it. So the second one was, I really enjoyed that one. Yeah. I, I recall not hating it. So, you know, but mm-hmm. I, I thought after seeing this one that like, these are all just going to be really shallow kind of half-assed movies, but I appreciate hearing that there's some thought and planning on in, in tying everything together. Yeah. It's kind of like the saw movies hmm. that same reason I enjoy those. Cause like everything is connected Okay, and it's not till right. the end that you realize, holy crap, this is why this is happening. But at least like the first one, there was one note I made, like they tried to like really focus on their shots. Like when mm. Alex is drinking like an Alka-Seltzer, so it's clear, like they're connected kind of thing. Like that was, that was a nice a good cut. Editing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I appreciate it. I, you know, I don't think this movie was poorly made necessarily. I think the script could have been better, but everybody making it was, like we said, committed on the actor's part, uh, like doing professional work on the on the crew's part. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a it's an early 2000s film, so it's going to be kind of, by today's standards, a little goofy, but it's still really well done, you know? Oh, yeah. And I think the, the visual effects of everything still hold up 22 years later somehow. Yeah, it holds up like it's, obviously, like these days we would expect something a little bit cleaner, but it's not like the fourth movie where it's just so bad that you're just like, oh yeah. no, this sucks. It's just more of like, oh, it's just, older like their sound they really emphasize certain things like 
choking sounds, decapitation. Yeah. Like they really use the sound to creep you out. All right. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You know what? Sound design was pretty good in this one too. I appreciated that. Yeah. And I guess we can't have said the premise of the movie. You're trying to cheat death, plain and yeah. simple. Yeah. And then yeah. they're doing a really detailed way of offing people. I mean, that's what these movies are. Don't expect a lot more, but if that's what you want, it fills, you know, it mm-hmm. gets it to a T. So I guess the question I have for you before I have any last comments of the film uh-huh. is what would you do if you were able to pull the curtain back and see something that's going to happen? Oh, okay. So I'm putting myself into Alex's shoes, yes. I guess. Uh, see what I'm about to explode in a plane. My face is going to melt off. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like, no, I'm going to freak out and get us all out of this plane. No, screw that. Screw death. Screw you, death. I'm not, you know, you're not coming for me today, Grim Reaper. Um, and then I figure out what's going on. Uh, no, I, I guess, I guess you either do what he did and just kind of like try to hole himself up inside a cabin. I was very cabin in the woods. <laughs> was very cabin in the woods. Uh, it didn't do a pretty, it didn't do a well enough job. I don't think he should have just like cleared the entire room out of everything, you know? Yeah. And like that's, but, Right. I would have cleared everything out. Also, maybe he was thinking if I throw everything outside, then that could be thrown at the house and trigger the house. To, I guess knows? so. Yeah. I throw out a box of matches and those will ignite and then the house will burn down, but the doors will be locked. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, you can do that, I guess. Or you just go like badass and you'd be like death. I'm fucking coming for you, man. I, it's, you know, now it's a competition. Now I put on my boxing gloves and I'm taking down. death. <laughs> and yep, yep. Uh, may, I don't know. At, with the first thing, it sort of, as we kind of discover, it's like, well, you're not really ever going to escape death. You, you got to balance those scales. But with the second one, maybe you got a fighting chance. Maybe like, how do we kill death? How do we, or how do we like start a chess match against death and convince it not to kill us? We well, see, that's the thing is this, with the premise of all these films, mm-hmm. you will never cheat death. That even, I mean, in the, keeps trying, though. even in the fifth one, they show a way of like, well, you've... Un, you've unbalanced the scale so it has to be balanced and like they have somebody else who wasn't scheduled to die die in their place mm. and that supposedly still, buys them the time but oh uh, yeah i guess so but the thing is the reason like i think they die in the plane is because yeah. like yeah they bought got those that person's death their days yeah but um the thing like if they got their days who knows how many days they had i mean yeah mm-hmm. yeah maybe they just had another i don't know how long few more weeks yeah, I think it was a few more weeks. Cause, and there were, the one that cracked me up was one person thought he had gotten a ton of time. Hmm. And he's like, yeah, uh, so-and-so died in my place. I have a ton of time. And then he's at the funeral and somebody's like, yeah, it sucks. But you know what? It kind of is probably a blessing for him because he had terminal cancer. So who's going to die in a few uh, days no. later? And then like <laughs> the flight 180 plane, uh-huh. the wheel falls through the bar and lands on the guy. <laughs> really <laughs> and like it looked really cheesy because there's like yeah. a, a, a splat yeah but it was like okay yeah that that exactly I guess so. like sure. you you got his days <laughs> but he didn't have many anyway oh sucker man shit i don't know i think that was one of the most there's three gruesome deaths mm-hmm. in this entire series like the third movie somebody has an engine come out of a car and like the propeller oh like frappet haze their brain there's the spine pop and then there's a kid who gets has a like a sheet glass like when they're putting a big piece of glass on a building just fall on him and he just splats oh that was the second one i remember that one Mm -hmm. yeah the second one had a few gross ones uh there's the opening one where that that girl gets that like pipe through the back of her head 
and then and then and then somebody falls out of like an apartment building and the the fire uh, ladder yeah, so, steps so that's fall the second into their one. eye that was so gross. the pipe in the back of the head's like around the last like the third of the movie where she's trapped in the car and the the firefighters oh, like I thought it opened with it. Huh. Yeah, they get the jaws of life or something and the airbag pops out. Oh yeah, what you're thinking of is when she gets a premonition, the main girl, the cop yeah. gets that log in his face in on the freeway. Oh yeah. yeah but then yeah, the yeah, pipe yeah. is like the they accidentally trigger the airbag and mm-hmm. her head like gets pushed into the pipe, which quite yeah. frankly, I would have been like to the side with that pipe the entire time. <laughs> I would have said, take the damn pipe out of the, the seat first before you try to get me out of here. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, why wasn't that the first thing to do? Oh, and that one guy who gets like split into like threes because of the <gasps> cable. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. That was gross. That was some Resident Evil grossness right there. It was Resident Evil grossness. He was like kind of like the dirty drug guy. But the, I love that before he dies, his last request, like, if I die, can you clean up my apartment? I don't want my mom to find my drugs or my porn. She doesn't deserve yeah. that. I'm like. Oh, uh, that's that's sad, sad, mm-hmm. sad times. It was just like, oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So anyway, these movies are gross. Yeah, yeah, they are very gross. That essentially you can, uh, yeah, uh, can't outrun death. No, nope. that's, that's the thing. That's the message. I will give my praise of they focus on details, especially at the end of the first one. Mm-hmm. That random guy doing a John Denver cover in paris and you're like oh no here we go i know, I know. red wine <laughs> falling over on his name on the map it was just like oh, oh the, the omens are aligning again oh boy yeah so pretty much if you like seeing lots of puzzle pieces fall together and people die this is probably the film for you i'm sure there are people out there yeah mm-hmm. so what would you call i i would doubt this is an insta buy for you so is this a don't bother or is this a rental well, you know, I'm not really a fan of seeing people die. So I'm kind of, while I appreciate everything you mentioned, how they, they work at making everything tied together well, and they're, they're building a story and kind of a, a, a death universe, a final destination universe. Nice, um, nice, nice. Yeah. I don't know if I would really recommend this one. It's, it's gross and, and, uh, it's rough. I mean, yeah. like you said, if you're into this kind of thing, then you know you're probably going to watch it anyway. But for anybody else, eh, nah, I I don't think you'd miss anything if you skipped it. I don't. I it's definitely not an insta buy. I can tell you that. I did, think. Did you buy it though? Do you have them? I have the the bundle. Nice, nice. Yeah. Yes. But <laughs> I think it's worth a rental if you are into this type of film. So you will know, yeah. like as. W- we haven't said this in a while, but as we used to say, watch the trailer. If you're intrigued by the trailer, then go ahead and rent it. Yeah. I don't think it's worth many rewatches. Like I'll probably rewatch it in a few years just because I like these puzzle pieces, but mm-hmm. it's a rental at best. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, skip over the fourth one, I guess. Yeah. And if you're going to watch it, maybe watch it with friends and start a drinking game. That's a good way to do it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Every time somebody dies. Or narrowly averts death, just or says something really stupid. Oh well, then then you're going to die. Then <laughs> you're not going to make it to the credits. Alcohol poisoning, right there. Yeah. <laughs> well, just you know, in that case, make sure you die. Otherwise, you're going to get a bunch of other people killed, and then you'll end up dying anyway. Yes, indeedy. Do the world a do the world a favor and die. That's terrible. Never mind. Damn. I'm sorry. I take it back. I apologize. This movie does terrible things to you. Terrible, terrible, terrible things. 
But, you know, uh, hey, uh, at some point it'll end, just like this episode. <laughs> We're well, well segued. <laughs> well, I'll say thank you for listening, everybody. I really appreciate you tuning in and come back next time for oh, our B-movie, our monthly B-movie. It's going to be <laughs> something else. I, I can already t- tell you. I, I honestly think this monthly B-movie might mm-hmm. make Sean like Final Destination. Oof. Well, let's test that out. Uh, I, You know what? I have to do it, and I'll tell you if it's worth it next time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, let's just uh, say watch where you sit, and that's my only hint I'll give you guys. Perplexing, curious, interesting. We'll have to see. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> Until then, I've been Sean Anderson here with my death-defying friend, Steve Reyes. And you've been listening to more movies. Please.